When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Just randomly rocked up in a hotel today in his Kentucky Fried Chicken coat on. All right, mate, Dave Allen? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Yeah, we, um, we made plans to come to the Newcastle show uh, midweek. Uh, thanks to Matt's room for the sorting that out, and uh, and we're in. I yeah, just 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 come to see you and Darren and that and that really in amateur time, and uh, come to watch some good boxing. So looking forward to it. We'll talk about the show uh, in just a little bit, but in other news, um, I haven't really kind of spoken to you properly about uh, your pending comeback at the end of August. So. Yeah, a uh, big decision for you to make a, a return to the ring. So I just wanted you to just kind of talk me through the process of why you're doing that. Well, I uh, I, I was happily I was happily retired. I guess I was I was I've not boxed for 18 months, and I said I wasn't going to box uh, in November. So that's that's around seven eight months ago. And after around six months, I managed a few fighters and. I was looking at I was looking at where there was going to box, and there wasn't many opportunities really. You know, Eddie Eddie got Levi Kinsey on this build tonight. That fell through; his opponent pulled out. But apart from that, there's not been anything at all, and there's not many small shows. So I saw the whole fight zone thing taking off, and the fight zone the fight zone shows in Sheffield are great. Um, and I thought, is that is that a possibility? So I I I, I, I made a few inquiries, and. Um, and it was possible, but with me returning on boxing on these shows, it made it made sense because I got a deal where if I box, two of the lads I manage and train, they get to fight on the shows as well. So, um, so I, so I, I uh, sorted everything out, and I agreed that I would uh, that I would come back. You know, the on the on the premise that I would I would come back on my own terms against opponents of, of my own choosing, and. And I guess it'll be it'll be a fight by fight basis on how I feel, and how and I guess how the the public feel uh, about my performances and the opposition and whatever else. So we'll we'll just take it one at a time. Um, so from what I read from that, from what you just said there, are you saying part of the reason why you're coming back to box is so that you can get opportunities? For some of the fighters you manage to box on a show, because if if that is part of the reason, that really shouldn't be a reason for you to come back, surely, should it? Well, that is the main reason. That is the main reason. 
people say financially you come back for the money. There is no money involved. I boxed, if I wanted any money, I'd have rung Eddie up and said, Eddie, put me in with Babbage or Wardy. I could have got probably 100 times more than I'll get for a six round on them shows. Hey, about the money. There ain't no money in, there ain't no money in the job. The fighters are trained to manage. I, I do it for no fee. I take zero penny off any fighter to train or manage. It ain't a financial thing. You see, I want to see him do well. A lot of my friends, and I want to see him do well. So the number one reason I come back is for them to box. Their opportunity. Number two, uh, I want to box. No, I, I love boxing. I love to box. I don't know what's left. That's why I say it's a fight by fight basis, and and hopefully, I'm hoping people. I, I tend to think, I used to say to Eddie all the time when he used to put me in with certain fighters, I said, I genuinely think people would watch me box in fights where I, I, I will win and the, the kind of know I'm going to win, but the kind of going to come out and support me regardless. So I'm hoping that that will be the case and that will enable me to to, to see my career out. I mean, having some uh, winning and enjoying it and people coming out and supporting. And and if that's, if that's not the case and people say, well, I'm not happy with late boxing him or him or this is not as entertaining as I hoped or whatever else, then then it stops. But uh I'm not coming back thinking I wanna I wanna win a world title or try and try and get anywhere near that because 'cause I'm 'cause I'm not. I'm I'm uh, I'm coming back to enjoy my boxing again. Probably for the first time. It's the first time I've really enjoyed my training because there's not much pressure on. I never really handled the pressure very well when I was boxing. Uh and now I'm a bit older, I can see that because I handle that pressure, I, I always uh, I always found excuses to not do it. So I'm, I'm enjoying my training at the minute. I'm, I'm in better condition now than I was for half my fights, and we'll just see how it goes. It, it's going to be on a fight by fight basis because of all the things, you know, considering the opponents I will face, considering whether the public, if the public backlash on the opponents I face, or or uh, or how I perform. So we'll, we'll just go from there, but at the minute the plan is always 27th and uh, move on from there. The order in which you listed your two reasons you gave, that first you want to give opportunity to the lads you're, you're fighting, and secondly you want to box, shouldn't it really be the other way around? Shouldn't your re- real reason for wanting to come back is because you want to, and if, and if you can get something off the back of that that involves fighters you manage, then that's surely just regarded as a bonus more to it? Uh, well, not, not for me really, because at the minute my life is... Uh, my life centres on the people that I do train and manage. That that is, that is my enjoyment. That is that is what I like to do. That is, that is what I do. Six six of my hours a day, I spent I spent training the fighters that I train. Some of them are I mean, just some of the professionals in there. That's my enjoyment. That's my main thing. That's my main thing at the moment. That's what I do. Um, so so that that is very important. That is very very important to me. And and that 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 is the number one. Um, take it very seriously when you when you've uh, when I was a boxer myself I never really took my own health too importantly I think mainly because I, I'm 29 now I can't believe I'm 29 I remember sitting in here when I was 21 having my fifth and sixth professional fights I thought I'll never be 29 ever I'm not going to see 29 it's ages away I'm 29 now and I wish I'd have took myself more seriously so when these fighters sign these contracts and I'm their manager and they and they and I'm training them it's pivotal and vital that I take I take that role very seriously, and I wish I'd have took it more seriously with, my, with myself. Uh, so no, it's very important. And if they're going to put their trust in me, for me to do, for me to do my best for them, then I will I will do that 100. percent So, and I, and I and I do want to box, but again, like I said, it's got to be at the right level. 
I said seven months ago, I don't think there's anything left. And, you know, if you're talking at the time I was being linked with beating Lovejoy and fighting, you know what I mean, fighting at a high level. Is there anything, do I think I can compete at that high level? Could I ever compete at that high level? I'm not sure I ever could have, but I don't think I could now. But I, but I, but I, can, but I can box, I can still box. You know what I mean? I can, I can still box six, four, six, eight round level. Of course, I can still box, not compete, but I think I think I'm. I think I, I think I think that's where I'm at right now, and I think that's what I want to do. So, as long as it's healthy for me to do so, and as long as people are wanting to watch, that's what I'll do. But uh, it's all dependent on on them things. When you uh, initially announced your retirement from the sport, however many months ago, some of the the reasons you gave to why. Um, you were doing that were a little bit I suppose concerning uh, listening to them so those issues that centre around your mental health etc um, are you saying that you're not in that place or you're completely out of that place now for you to make this decision well I don't think I'll ever I don't think I'm ever going to be uh, well it's what's normal but I don't think, I'm, I'm never going to be uh, completely uh, Fine, do you know what I mean? I don't think I don't think any, any was ever allowed. But boxing for me before, when I was a professional boxer, and I and I was uh, and I was at the top of my game, shall we say, the top of my game, not the top of the game, but the top of my game. I uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't handle the pressures and the stresses of it all. I couldn't handle it. I went from I went I went from uh, from no one knowing who I was to literally two years later headlining the O2 and. And making a lot of money, and um, and boxing David Price, and I, and I just the David Price fight. I, I still believe now is when I should have won, but I couldn't handle the pressure. I left London six weeks before the fight, and I was only seen twice before, before fight week. I disappeared completely. I just couldn't. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it, and I and if that chance came around again, could I handle it again? Pro probably not. Because that's just my makeup. But I can come back. I can fight on these shows in Sheffield and uh, and, and entertain. I, I think I think I'm I'm in a box. I'm a fighter. I can fight. I could fight for definite. But I like to entertain. And I think I can still do that. And that and I feel like that's my role. That's my role. Really. That's what I'm. That's what I'm about. I think I'm more of an entertainer than a than a boxer. Even though I, even though I could fight. And I don't like when people say that. I would hate for someone to say about me he was an entertainer. He was not a boxer. But I say it myself because that's what I've always prided myself on, and I've had some bad fights in my time as well. But uh, I do pride myself that I do that I do provide entertainment. I think, and I think I can still do that, even boxing at a lower level. You said there uh, that you're going to do this on a fight by fight basis, but I'm assuming this isn't just about you winning these fights. It's about kind of how you feel. You've got to obviously. Uh, assess kind of yeah what level of opposition that you're going to fight in these fights and there might be one there might be four we don't know yet but it's not just a case of you if you just keep winning the fights I'm assuming there's a lot more to whether you kind of continue in with your career in that way well I mean the first fight about you're looking at like Phil Williams you know um, Phil Williams type of opponent and you, then you have another one and you step up a tiny level again another level again so if I lose to a Phil Williams kind of a level opponent. I'm finished, aren't I? What's the point of me boxing? I don't want to be a journeyman boxing every week. So, so that's it, it's done. If I have four or five fights and I start feeling well, 
I th I'm not. I'm not. I promise people watching. I'm not then going to go. You know what? That's it. We're back. To, we're back to the O2 because that I'm realistic. I've I've matured a lot, and I'm not going to say oh we're going to do this and that. If I can win four or five fights and start to up the levels and the British title shot is around, then absolutely I'll probably you'd probably take your chances. But that's gonna that that's a million miles away, and that's not even something I'm thinking about right now. My current my current plans are. I've got Stevie Levy fighting on the 25th of June on the Fight Zone show. Levi Kinsione needs his fight that was on the on this on tonight rescheduling. Uh, the amateur boxing season starts in September. I'm fighting August 27th, uh, and that's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about six to monthly. I'm just thinking about the the, the near future in there. And, and I've never been happier than myself. I'm doing the punditry, the commentary for Fight Zone. Um, I'm busy. I'm really busy and proactive with, with everything that I'm doing, so I've not really had time to be uh, to be to be feeling any other other way than than busy, really. So everything everything everything's going really well, and uh, and hopefully people that support me before will get behind me doing doing what I'm doing now. When you look at the current kind of domestic scene here, um, obviously on this bill here tonight, there's. Solomon Dakers, who makes his second professional fight, got Alan Babbage on the bill, who you in the past have been linked with a fight with, um, and then even outside that, guys like Nick Webb, who had a, a good win over Pfeiffer in uh, in Gibraltar. Uh, these guys here, all these guys here, who you fought—I mean, you fought Nick Webb—but is it about kind of getting back to to that kind of level, or could you compete at that level after a couple of fights? I beat Nick Webb with my eyes shut now today. To be honest, I beat him in 2018 and I had concussion. Couldn't see out of one eye till about three days before the fight. I'd not trained for six months and I still battered him. So I'm not. It's not about them levels. <laughs> That's easy work, isn't it? I beat him ten times out of ten. And and you know when people ask me questions like that, I'm quite a competitive man and. And I look back at my career, I spoke to my old man, he was like, he's done everything at 30%. He goes, you beat Lucas Brown at about 50%, Nick Webb at 30%. And I said, well, you know what? It might be 30% of my physical capabilities, yeah? But that's 100% of what I was capable of at the time because that's what I was. Whatever I turn up, that's 100% of me at that time. Whether I've not been in the gym or not, that's that's 100% of me at that time. So I don't look and think, oh, I could have done this, I could have done that. I beat Nick Webb with my eyes shut tomorrow, it's useless. And I shouldn't say that really, because one of my best wins, but he's absolutely useless. That Pfeiffer must have been terrible. But um, like Babich and that, Babich is a very good fight. I've got a lot of respect for Alan Babich as well, because he's good, he's a lot better than people think. And Nick Webb's not, Nick Webb's not bad really. I just like giving him shit. But um, all of them, Solomon Dake is a good fight on the GB squad. They're all good. And I do think, I do think I've, I do think I've I had uh, a lot of boxing ability. and. And if you ask me, if they come outside now on this piece of grass, I'd fancy my chances with all of them. But that's just that's just my nature anyway. So um, I don't know. I wish them all the best of yeah, luck. Sorry, Dave. I only asked you that question because it seems to be without you listing me kind of a, a hit list of opponents. If you had four fights, who would they be? I'm assuming. Say you had four fights and you've got in your mind who those four fighters are. I'm assuming we're not talking about guys like who, who we've just been mentioning there. So that's why I asked it, whether it's about kind of getting back to kind of where you was. I'd be in it with tomorrow, and I'd be in today, tomorrow, next week, last week, six months ago. He's no. He, he. I honestly think 
people, I see a lot of people, yeah, like I say, oh, Dave Allen's no good. Dave Allen, Dave Allen beat Nick Webb when he was 12 and 0. Prospect coming through, I beat him. You were with me, I think he was with me that fight week. I was eating everything I could get my hands on that week. I didn't go to bed till 5 o'clock and I woke up at 7. He's useless. He's terrible. I beat, I've boxed Nick Webb again. I boxed him in the four round as a warm up. He can be the first fight back. He's terrible. But uh, I know what. <laughs> No, uh, Did you not consider doing some kind of exhibition-type contest? I was meant to go to Africa in January and box Flo Simba over six rounds. They were offering me loads of money and all, but it never came off. But, uh, but yeah, I, um, I've, at the minute, people say, oh, Dave Allen must be skint coming back. Look, what I've agreed to with Fight Zone, I, I, could, I, could, I met more money. I met more money doing... Um, Doing, I can make more money doing all. There's no, there's no money in it really. No, there's no money in it. I don't see, it, I don't see it as money at all. There's not, there's not any money in it. If I do three four rounders, I could make more money in a four rounder with Eddie. Do you know what I mean? So it ain't, it's not about that. It's about um, what Dennis is creating there. I want, I want to be a part of it. The fighters don't think. I, I like, I like the whole what they're doing there. I like it. I could have rung Eddie easy and come back and got hundred grand box, boxing. Babich or something, or win a few fights and, and make double that boxing Wardley or something. But I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get banjo by them too, which I would currently for for any amount of money. If you give me a million pound, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not laying on my back for anybody in the world. I'm not interested. Give me a million pound, I'm not laying on my back here for nobody. So I think anyone sensible out there can kind of tell that this. Uh, comeback of yours isn't driven by financial aspects. I think that's kind of clear to see. Well, you know, it was just interesting to listen to why specifically you've decided to do it then, because you're right, you could have taken another avenue and been in one of these fights with you said, like the people you mentioned, even a Nick Webb rematch, even um, Babbage or Waldy, one of these guys, you could have easily have kind of had a couple of fights and gone into one of them. So uh, I don't think. I think it's very clear to see that your reasons for coming back are not based on financial aspects. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm doing the commentary, the punditry, and the reporting stuff for Fight Zone as well, and I'm enjoying that. There's, there's, loads, there's loads of different things. It's boxing comeback. People say, oh, you're coming back. I'm, I honestly, I'm not even looking at August 27. All I'm doing now is getting fit and training. And about three or four weeks, I'll do a bit of sparring, and then I'll box. I think I, I, I'm so I'm so uh, I've been really busy. I've genuinely been busy. This is this has been the best six months since I retired from boxing. The best six months of my life where I've been proactive. I've got things done, and it's been nice not to be David Allen in the box. I've been David Allen like I don't want to say a businessman because I'll never be a businessman, but like David Allen, the, the man who actually who does business. So um, things things have been going really well, and um, the boxing will be what it'll be. If I come back, I have three or four fights and feel good. And Nick Webb's still chirping up. I might knock him out again, but if you, but if he's not, then we'll see, we'll see what happens. But um, it'd be, it'd be, it's interesting, and it's a, it's a good domestic scene. And I include Alan Babich kind of in the domestic scene because he fight he fights over here. That's where has his fights. So you know Babich, Wardley, you know Dubois, Gorman. It's just it's just a great mix. And um, and I only wish I would looked after my body and and stuff better at a younger age. I'd be coming into my prime now, and, and and I think I'd have I'd have been in that mix, but uh, but everything works out for a reason, and and you'll see me doing a four round on August 27th on Fight Zone, and I'll be and I'll be the happiest man in the world doing that. So so yeah, I can only hope that people will support it 
whether they choose to or not, that's that that's uh, I, I I can't make the mind up for them, so we'll have to see what happens. Okay, um, I'm just gonna fire off some random boxing subjects and just give your opinion if you've been following I don't even know if you've been following kind of what's been happening on the boxing scene usually we do talk to you about stuff kind of unrelated to yourself so first of all the collapse of AJ and Fury well I, I was one of, I was the only man that said this fight won't happen Can you remember I told everyone uh, Derek Chisora said it wouldn't happen as well I remember him telling me that it would happen on a JD live but anyway I, I said it wouldn't happen. I knew it wouldn't happen. It won't, I don't think it'll ever happen. One of them will get beat in, in the next fight. You score Wilder or win. That's what I think. I don't think it will ever, ever happen, ever. And it's a shame, but as I get older, I find myself caring less about everyone else's business because it means fuck all to me. Unless they want to give me some of the money, what do I care? So as a boxing fan, yeah, I wish it'd happen, but I don't think it ever will. Um, Fury Wilder 3 uh, going to be announced next week. Uh, a more dangerous fight this time round for Tyson Fury, is it? It's dangerous every time. Wild is dangerous every time. He's, he's a dangerous man. He can punch. I don't buy into this Malik Scott turning him into some master boxer, but uh, Wild is always dangerous. He's fit. He can punch. I, I think it's an hard fight. And I don't know. Just, just the way world, just the way the world works. Everything, everything's been going on. And I watched the John Fury interview. I found that very interesting. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say I worry for him, but. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a, a very dangerous fight for him. Joshua Alexander Usyk. Yeah, I think that's a tremendous fight as well. I think Joshua's the favourite. You know, he's the, he's the naturally much bigger man, but Usyk can box, and uh, he can punch a bit as well. Yeah, so, <laughs> he can punch a bit as well. No, it's a really interesting fight, and and for me, Joshua Fu Joshua, Joshua Wilder. Uh, no, bloody hell, Fury Wilder three. For me, I'm very in interested about that fight. We've seen it twice, I'm still interested about it, but Joshua Usyk, for me, is a super fight, though. Super, super, super fight. It's not quite Joshua Fury, but it ain't far behind for me. I think it's an absolutely brilliant fight. And with Joshua, I've got to give him all the credit in the world. He was signed up to fight Fury, up for, up for the job, that's off, and he's up for the usage of straight off, straight off the back of that. So, you know, I, people don't think I like him, but I've got, I've got all the respect in the world for him. You know, he, time after time, he, he takes the biggest challenges, so I, I have to respect him for that. Mayweather, Logan Paul. You know what, I, I even watch it, you know, I don't, even, I don't even watch it, but I don't knock him for it. I just think if Mayweather's like, if he's, gonna, if he's, he's, he's just proudly telling him that he's robbing him with the money, I wouldn't do that, you know, I wouldn't do that. But um, I, uh, I didn't watch it. I, didn't, I, I did a Sky Sports News interview about it, and I had to pretend that I wasn't going to watch it, and I didn't watch it anyway. <laughs> They paid me to sell the fight, and I, I didn't sell it. I did an awful job of selling it, and I didn't watch it anyway. But um, yeah, it's just a load of bollocks, isn't it? But if what about Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley? Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in that. Yeah, the same way I'm interested in uh, in April Hunter and, and the woman that she's boxing. A good four-rounder. You know, you got a good prospect there. Obviously, Claudia V, three and twenty-seven is not quite Tyrone Woodley, but. Do you know what I mean though? Like Jake Paul for me, I look at him and I think he's not a bad little prospect. I've been quite impressed by him. He's good. I guess Tyrone, I guess the April he's a bit different, obviously. But like, he's a prospect. Jake Paul for me is a, a prospect. He's not bad. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, the, the comparison with Tyrone Woodley and the Hungarian woman is a bit off. But um, but it but it's uh, I'm interested. I won't watch it. 
anything that happens after 11am now I miss it because I'm asleep but um, it, it's, it's intriguing yeah I think I met Woodley but I didn't know Woodley was Woodley at the time yeah I mean, yeah, you know what I mean obviously he's a, he's a superstar isn't he but uh, yeah I, I hope Jake Paul wins I would love Jake Paul to keep winning I would love to see him keep winning yeah I'd love it yeah, there's part of me that echoes those thoughts as well um, okay well I'm going to let you go because you came to the wrong hotel <laughs> So go and get sorted out and we'll see you a little bit later at the at the arena. So there's a thousand fans in there tonight. It's going to feel a little bit like how boxing should be. Um, have you got anything else you'd like to add before we finish? I just want to say uh, thanks, Kilgan, for... Um, well, not thank you, but it's nice to see you. Uh, and just, just hello, everyone. I hope everyone's all right. been a while. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go and check in. We're going to go to the hotel now. <laughs> Dave Allen, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We'll look forward to tonight and uh, yeah, who knows if uh, might even grab a word for you again later on. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.